Welcome to the Reaching Forward Podcast. Who would have thought that I was welcoming people to church on a podcast? 2020 changed a lot of things. We're glad that you're here with us. If you have your Bibles, Acts chapter 8 and verse 29. Then the Spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. And with the help of the Lord, we'd like to preach on the thought of a message, blessed or blessed are the uncomfortable. Father, have your way in this service in Jesus' precious name. I was going to say something like, God, make us uncomfortable, but we'll explain that. There was a gentleman in a supermarket when he noticed this old lady was following him around. And whenever he stopped, she stopped. And she also just kind of kept staring at him. She finally overtook him just before the checkout, got in front of him and and then turned back to him and said, "Uh, young man, I hope I haven't made you feel uncomfortable. It's just that you look so much like my late son. And the man kind of put his head down. He said, oh, ma'am, that's okay. I'm sorry for your loss. She said, I, I, I know it's silly as she began to put her things up on the checkout counter. She said, but if, if you called out, goodbye, mother, as I leave, it would make me ever so happy. The old lady proceeded through the checkout and she left the supermarket. And the man, just as he was instructed, gave a hearty, goodbye, mother. The old lady waved back and kindly smiled and, and walked out. And Pleased that uh, he, he had brought some sunshine to someone's day, a man went to pay for his groceries. The clerk said, that'll be $450.22. The man said, how come? I bought like 10 things. And the clerk said, yeah, I know, but, but your mother said you'd pay for her. <laughs> Blessed are the uncomfortable. I wonder if he made it out into the parking lot in time. (laughs) Let me tell you that we know that God, first of all, is a God who blesses. How can you say blessed are the uncomfortable? Because we serve a God. The Bible says in Ephesians 1 and 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Are you out there? Could you say amen to that? You're driving. You're at your house. Man, amen. God is a God that blesses. When he created Adam and Eve, he blessed them. In Psalm chapter 1, it said blessed. In the Sermon on the Mount, you hear Jesus open his mouth. And what does he say? Blessed, 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 like nine times in a row, like a machine gun of blessings. God is a God who blesses. But also he blesses us by faith, doesn't he? And faith by nature makes us uncomfortable. You know, that filling up on God is a blessing, but what is faith? Faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But we hear that by it the elders obtained a good report. They got straight A's, a good report card with something they couldn't see. You see, it's uncomfortable by nature. Faith is something we can't see 
and yet it's the source of blessings. I want to look at three ways. And using the account in Acts chapter 8 to show how, how blessed are the uncomfortable because of three things. Now in the Beatitudes, Jesus said, blessed are, and then he said, for, and then he gave the reason for the blessing. So I want to give three reasons for showing how the uncomfortable are blessed. First of all, blessed are the uncomfortable for they're hearing the word of God. In our Bible text, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit spoke to a preacher named Philip. And it said, he said, go near and join thyself to this chariot. To give a little background, Philip was preaching and he was preaching in Samaria and there was a revival. So some apostles were brought down, Peter and uh, John were brought down and they prayed for these new converts and they received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And then God wasn't done with Philip. He said, go down to Gaza, which is desert. So he went down and then he saw that there was a Ethiopian eunuch uh, who worked for Queen Kandaki, who was the charge of all her treasure. And then the spirit said to Philip, Go join yourself to his chariot. So that's where we are right now. You know, and, and the Bible says the Spirit spoke directly to Philip. You know, when you hear something new, you don't know it before. Blessed are the uncomfortable, for they're hearing the word of God. Now, I'm not talking about just because you're uncomfortable, you're blessed. But when you're blessed in God... You're going to be uncomfortable. You know, the gospel is wonderful, a wonderful message. By definition, it means it's good news. The truth will probably set, the truth will set you free. Have you ever heard this? Yes, the truth will set you free. The Bible says, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. I heard it said like this. The truth will set you free. But first, it will probably make you mad. Well, let me tell you, it might also make you uncomfortable. Why? Because new things can be at odds with existing beliefs, with existing opinions. The news, the good news, can prompt us to make a decision, can it? To challenge the way that we used to think about something. It gives us uh, not just a choice, but it pulls us towards a decision. I was telling my daughter, and uh, I, I gave her uh, a choice of two options. And she said something like, I hate choices. I said, Emma, life isn't just about choices. I said, it's about making decisions. And you know, say, well, preacher, I want ignorance is bliss. Well, ignorance is bliss, but not consequences. You see, I want to make the right choices so I have good consequences. The Bible said faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hearing by the word of God. You see, the word of God gives us that place of decision. I remember when I was invited to church, to a, a church called New Testament Christian Church, where I'm a minister now. Let me tell you, I'm so thankful for New Testament Christian Church. And uh, I was a young man. I was in the Marine Corps. I was invited to church. And I went to church in California. Now, have you ever squirmed in your seat? 
or in your car at one of our drive-up services in 2020 when something is preached by a preacher? You know, I hope so. I remember I, I was so uncomfortable when uh, I, I knew that, that God was using this preacher named Pastor Madrano to speak directly to me. Now, I don't remember one word he said that first sermon because God was so speaking directly to my heart about my, my need for a savior, about my need to have Christ in my life. I was revealed to me by God that I was a sinner. And I was uncomfortable, but let me tell you why I was blessed. I was hearing the word of God. You see, how did God bring you to Christ except he first made you extremely uncomfortable? Well, I may was made uncomfortable, but at the end of the service, he came back to where I was sitting. He asked me if I was a Christian. I lied. I said, yes. Have you ever lied to a preacher? <laughs> I lied wasn't the, well, probably one of the last lies I told because he didn't leave me alone. Now, thank God. And I was uncomfortable. I remember this man, he had a halls, one of those lozenges in his mouth because he had just preached and he was all gravelly voiced and he didn't leave me alone. Thank God. Thank God. He was probably uncomfortable too. We'll get there in a moment, but he didn't leave me alone. And he kept talking to me and he said, if you died right now, do you know that you'd go to heaven? Are you sure? And well, I'd already lied to the preacher once, so I didn't say anything. I just stayed silent. And then he continued, boy, was I uncomfortable. But he said, would you like to make sure? And I, and I said, yes. And I invited Jesus into my heart. I, 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 I prayed. I, I don't remember the words that I said, but I invited Christ. I confessed Christ. I believed in Christ. I wanted Christ to come into my life. I was uncomfortable, but I was blessed because I was hearing the word of God. And the word of God is able to make you wise unto salvation. But it's going to make you uncomfortable. It's going to make you uncomfortable. It no doubt made Philip uncomfortable. We don't read he was uncomfortable because he had this great obedience to God. Whenever God wanted him to do something, he, was, he just did it. But you know that I believe he was uncomfortable because he was a Jew and first he went to preach in Samaria. Samaria was a place where there was a hybridized religion of, uh, and they were viewed as kind of like half-breeds and Jews kind of uh, contemptuously looked down upon the Samaritans. But he went and preached anyway, and God did amazing works. And then, as if it was a wonderful thing to be a preacher in an awesome revival, he said, leave your revival and go down to the desert. Well, he went. And the next thing, blessed are the uncomfortable, for they're growing in God. So we, when we hear the word of God, even though it makes us uncomfortable, it should give us a desire to have more. You ever try a food that you haven't tried before? Have you ever tried Indian food? It's awesome. Have you ever eaten food from the Middle East? Try some. It's awesome. Well, what about food that you haven't tried? Maybe you're missing something that's awesome. Have you ever tried something new? Maybe you're missing a blessing that's awesome. Someone said my wife was pregnant with twins. Not my wife. This is just an illustration. My wife was pregnant with twins. She said to her husband, why do you think I'm so uncomfortable? And he said, probably because you're running out of womb. 
You know that when God gets you to do something, he told Philip, go preach in Samaria. He preached. And God worked a great miracle and, and God was uh, uh, doing great things. Well, then he said, go down to, to, the, to the desert. And he went. And then he saw an Ethiopian, which was, looked different than a Jew, right? A different culture, a different na nation. And he said, go join yourself to his chariot. Man, that's uncomfortable. Has God ever spoken to you and said, go talk to this person that you've never met before? It's because God is just like that. Now this, now do this, now do this, now do this. You know, in the university of life, we never really graduate. Jesus, what did he say? He said, I am the way. What's the way? It's the road. Now Jesus is the beginning and the end, but he's also that road in between our birth and our death. When Christ comes into your life, he'll keep us growing. We measure our kids. We see how they're growing. My daughter, I think, Maybe around now is going to get a report card. It's going to show how they're progressing. It's called a progress report, I believe. Well, I hope your marriage is growing. I hope your walk in God is growing. Because we want our, our kids to take that first step. Is God different? You see, taking a step in faith is a blessing, but it's also by nature uncomfortable. <laughs> you see, when you're growing, you're not an expert at something. We like to kind of look good, right? I remember at the zoo some years ago, there were these two different kinds of birds behind the glass in this little aquarium thing, and they went swimming in this little pool that was in the center of the, of the viewing area. And they're both very different looking birds. And when they got out of the pool, they would swim around together, and then they got out on the opposite ends of the pool, grouped around birds that looked just like them, right? So they got back with their own groups. Have you ever heard that? Birds of a feather. Falak together. Why? Because I don't want to have to kind of change. I don't want to have to learn to deal with other kinds of birds. I'd just rather kind of be with around, you know, my own feathered uh, friends and just not have to change a whole lot. Isn't that the way human nature is? But that's not the way of God. God wants us to grow. If you read, I believe it's the last uh, verse in 2 Peter. But grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to whom be glory both now and forever. God says grow. Ready, set, grow. Why? Blessed are the uncomfortable. You know, if you get saved, you're going to be uncomfortable. When God prompts you to give your life to Jesus Christ, if you're listening to this, you haven't given your life to Jesus Christ, you're feeling uncomfortable right now. Take the step. Take the step and grow. Get saved. But then take another step and another in God. Has someone ever mentioned paying tithe? What is that? It's tenth, a tenth of your increase. It's a preacher. I got money problems. And... Uh, how, how am I, I going to get anything from God uh, if, I, if I can't afford to pay all of my bills right now? It would be just crazy to give 10% to God and then try to pay my bills with 90%. Well, I don't think you should pay your bills with 90%. You should probably save 10% too. That's free. Do that if you want. Why? Well, it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? So that's only 80%. Oh, then the government's going to take some. Anyway, the Bible says 
Remember we were talking about blessed are the uncomfortable for their hearing the word of God. He said, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground, neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. And all nations shall call you blessed, for you shall be a delightsome land, saith the Lord of hosts. So we do, was it one thing, and then God does Four things. If we bring the tithe into the storehouse, the local church, there's meat in the house of God, blessing one. But then God said he would open up the windows of heaven and pour us out a blessing. That's the second thing, that we wouldn't have room to receive it. Then he said he would rebuke the devourer. In those days, uh, it was... uh, famine or drought that would destroy crops and herds. Well, God will rebuke the devourer of your things and he'll protect your assets. And then it says, all nations will call you blessed. People will realize God's got a, something going on in your life. <laughs> That's with paying tithe. But it's uncomfortable, isn't it? Well, if you won't, don't, don't stop there. Get filled with the Holy Ghost. When they were preaching in Samaria in Acts chapter 8, something was going on. And Philip said, let me go get these apostles and, and uh, let me uh, get them to take them a step further. See, God's always wanting us to go further. Get filled with the Holy Ghost. But speaking in other tongues, that's uncomfortable. I just told you, blessed are the uncomfortable. And I'm not talking about being weird. Some people are just weird. But if it's in the Word of God, why don't we take it as it is, the Word of God, and get the blessing from the Word of God. And the last thing, blessed are the uncomfortable, for they're going forward in God. You know, there was a missionary named David Livingston. He said famously, I'll go anywhere as long as it is forward. You see, the threat of going forward is fear. Faith and fear aren't so different, are they? There's simply two different ways of dealing with the unknown. I remember when God called me to Jacksonville, Florida. I learned over the pulpit. I was actually pick number two. There was pick number one, and God was waiting on him. I don't know the person's name because they didn't respond because I was pick number two. I was on the bench, okay? And I didn't know if I was going or not. I was asked to pray about it. I'm like, I'll go. You know, (laughs) I need to pray about it. I don't think I was qualified, but... I was frisky enough to go. I still don't think I'm qualified a lot of time, but what does really that have to do with it? Blessed are the uncomfortable because they're going forward in God. Are you ever going to be fully equipped and fully prepared and have some great amount of money and some great mental reserves? Why don't you go when God calls you? When God told Philip, he said, go join yourself to his chariot. Well, I, I, was, I was told, hey, uh... Brother Bigelow's going to Jacksonville. Now, I was in Washington State, 3,000 miles away. And I remember there was a sister there. Her, she, her name was Charlie. But uh, she said, brother, that's kind of how I remember her saying, you look so sick. You know, 
That's probably, I was uncomfortable. Let me tell you, not every preacher and not every uh, uh, servant of God is always just like, oh, praise God, this is easy. It's uncomfortable. When I got saved, I was uncomfortable, but I was blessed. When I got uh, filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, I was uncomfortable, but I was blessed. When I take steps forward in God, I'm uncomfortable, but I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Why? Because God's taken care of us, and I wouldn't have been able to see that. I wouldn't have had the blessings that I can share with you now. I'm uncomfortable when I preach. I'm uncomfortable when I have to have a serious spiritual discussion with people. I'm uncomfortable when I witness. You know, I believe that people are uncomfortable, but that's okay. Go forward. Go forward in God. You know, that maybe the blessings around the corner... I got so many stories I could share. I remember our neighbor, I I preached and she came to church. And then when we went home, she was our direct neighbor in a duplex. This is some years ago. And her boyfriend wanted to fight me or beat me up or something because I mentioned something about not living together before you got married. (laughs) So she was, and so he got angry. Well, what happened? Well, that's uncomfortable to, if you've never almost been assaulted, it's uncomfortable. Thankfully, he chose that not to, but I remember another time with that neighbor also. See, I've been uncomfortable, but she wanted to pray about something. She had a serious medical problem, and I believe it was her liver. And she was going to go have some operation on it or something or get a transplant or I, I don't know what. It was something crazy, and we prayed. But when she went up to, I think, Johns Hopkins in Maryland, they, they did some preliminary checks. God had healed her. So she came back. She said, they, they, the doctor said, I'm not, you know, it's healing itself. Your liver is healed. God healed her. There's blessings when you pray. There's blessings when you step out. Isn't it, Peter? Jesus said, don't, Jesus said, be of good cheer. It's I, don't be afraid. Jesus was walking on the water. And Peter's like, okay, um, (laughs) if that's you walking on the water, Peter was probably uncomfortable, but he said, bid me to come walk on the water. Let me take a step forward in God. You know that we see that Philip, he took a step forward. He joined himself to the chariot of this Ethiopian. He saw that the Ethiopian was reading from the scroll or the book of Isaiah. And Philip took up right at that point and preached unto this eunuch, Jesus. And after he learned the message of Jesus, they were going by and he he saw a body of water. The eunuch said, hey, there's some water. What's stopping me from being baptized? And Philip said, if you believe with all your heart, that's what you can do. You may. And so they went down and Philip baptized the eunuch. What were they doing? Going forward. And the Bible said that the spirit of the Lord caught away Philip. You know that I'm thankful. Philip got blessed. He might have been uncomfortable in so many ways, and maybe you are today too. And I don't preach this message to to make you feel bad, but I just want to know that God's got a blessing for you, for the learning, for the growing Christian. Being uncomfortable, hey, it's a way of life. That's why we're given a comforter, right? That's why we're able to comfort others with the comfort wherewith we are comforted uh, by the Lord. 2 Corinthians, right? Chapter 1. But we're not uncomfortable, we're not blessed. We're not for the sake of being uncomfortable itself as a blessing, but because of the new challenges of faith, God's word, direction of the Holy Ghost, leading to the blessings of God in your life. Blessed are the uncomfortable. Why? Because they're hearing the word of God, leading them to Christ.
Blessed are the uncomfortable because they are growing in God. Blessed are the uncomfortable because they are going in God. Isn't it time that we can be hearing? But don't stop there. Stay uncomfortable because you get your blessing hearing. And then start growing. Start growing. Take that step and start going. And get your blessings. God bless you is his desire and our prayer. Hope to see you in church this Sunday. God bless you.